0: Durant on the right wing, Bancaro on him. Now Bull switches on <laughs> Durant, shoots right over Bull. Bull, that is a seven-eight wingspan. He's shooting over, and it doesn't seem to matter. He's not even hitting rim right now. Forty-one points for Durant, seventeen of twenty-two shooting.
1: Oh, nice. A no doubter last night, Kevin Durant, our in the zone player of the night. Forty-five points, seven rebounds, five assists, two steals, two blocks, seventy-nine percent from the field. Three of five from three-point range. Kevin Durant simply could not be stopped last night against the Magic. A Magic game where they actually played pretty well against Brooklyn outside of the fact that Kevin
0: Durant went crazy. With the nine available bodies they had and the big three, Paolo, Bol Bol, Franz Wagner held it down as best they could. That's all you can really ask for. And Kevin Durant even signed a jersey and sent it to Paolo. I think he said the work doesn't stop or something, some sort of inspirational Kevin Durant quote: I think Paolo got up for that one too. You know, I thought oh, he looked definitely. he looked to be back in his pre-injury form. And just some of the dribble moves he made, some of the fadeaways he he made, and, and even Durant, I felt like he was sort of on his best behavior for Paolo. A little bit yeah. of mutual respect there. You like that?
1: I think that would if I were somebody. I'm trying to put myself in Kevin Durant's shoes. So let me picture being one of the best basketball players in the world for a moment. And I were going up against somebody that I respected but that was a young pup. I would oh, yeah? I would want to show them how it's done. I Absolutely. would get up for a game like that in the same way that Paolo obviously gets up for a game like that because he idolizes Kevin Durant. I think it's easier to see that perspective. But I think it works the other way around, too. Oh, yeah. As long as you have a true respect for the player that's coming in that's a rookie.
0: Also, there's nobody to really guard you. I mean, it was there was a fun flurry in the third quarter where – Franz knocked down a shot on KD or got to the rim on him and then KD knocks down a a bomb on Franz and then Franz came back with his own it was you know just seeing them kind of go at it and Franz's competitive nature love to see it I mean Franz he's already like becoming a vet before our eyes just based on the stuff that he's had to deal with around him he gets banged up all the time because he's giving max effort it's like how could you not love Franz Wagner? He's really been everything for this team, despite a rough record. <laughs> yeah, and, and talk about somebody that's playing
1: through an injury, clearly has a hand injury and just continues to play as hard as ever. So all the respect in the world. He's an Iron Man. He hasn't yeah. missed a game yet this season. He and Bull Bull are the only two players that haven't missed a game this year for the Magic.
0: Bull Bull. I got a text from my NBA, NBA buddy who was doing camera work for that game last night. He was like, Bull Bull can be the best. <laughs> you really can't. Like, just some of those alleys he's catching way above the rim. And, you know, he's got the soft touch, and he's just getting more and more yeah. comfortable. He had 24 points.
1: This is really his rookie year, if you think it about is. it. So, and the way that he's performing, it is incredible.
0: Shooting for a high percentage. I mean, the turnovers here and there, yeah, but you, you live with it when you're a rebuilding team like the Magic. And again, I've said it all year no matter what, at least they got Bull Bull. <laughs>
1: Okay, so I'm going to go through a spiel here, and then I have, this is going to sound like bad news, and then we're going to play a clip, and then I've got good news. So we know what this team is. Even when they're banged up, if they have a certain level of focus and energy... That you can't quite put your finger on Then you can compete any given night I think that explains them last night Even though they lost That was a competitive basketball team Going up against Brooklyn Unlike the night prior But the second they let up against anyone It doesn't matter what team it is It's blowout city We won't truly be able to analyze this team properly Until they get their full complement of players back And I don't know when that's going to happen But when you listen to this clip From Terrence Ross This snippet from I think it was a live stream As he was gaming that sort of situation. It doesn't inspire a lot of confidence that there's transparency anywhere within the organization. Bolts is questionable tomorrow? Do you know something I don't know? Bro, they they don't tell us anything anymore. Yo, if Markel comes out, I'm playing no matter what's going on. With but knowing them, they'll probably play him tomorrow, and we have a back-to-back, and he won't even play the second one. They're probably going to let him play once every 12 games. So that's an issue. What you just heard, the way that he said it, how he said it, That's a veteran on the team that feels like he has no idea what the plan is. He has no idea when guys are coming back. If you want to be secretive with us in the media, I understand. I don't like it, but I understand. If you want to be secretive with the fans, I totally get that. But you have to be up front with the players that are going out and playing every single night. Culture, Culture starts at the top. The second that a player starts questioning what's going on within an organization they feel like the wool's been pulled over their eyes, so it's a really bad look. And now, with all of that said, wouldn't you know it, here come...
0: Markel Fultz.
1: And Cole Anthony. <laughs> Both Markel, after this clip, and I don't know if there's if this is a coincidence or if there's right. anything, any sort of connection here, but the second it starts becoming more public, like, hey, guys, what's going on over there? Markel Fultz activated. Cole Anthony activated. Both of these guys will play tomorrow night. I can't wait to go and see what this looks like because the Magic have guards again, which is part of the equation. i have been excited to see this.
0: Oh, I know. They need guards, and especially one like Fultz who takes care of the ball and can distribute, and then someone like Cole who can shoot gives them an extra shooter scorer. He's obviously not played in a while. He'll probably be a little rusty, both of them. But it was reported a little while back that Cole was supposed to come back after Thanksgiving. So that was ballpark figure. And then they did talk about Fultz being close to coming back, and then they just made us wait a little longer. So it doesn't completely shock me, but it is kind of coincidental timing with uh, the T. Ross quote there. Yeah, so I guess the what that was from was that
1: initial report that we got a couple of days ago prior to... Uh, oh man, all these games. The together. Game, I think it right. was prior to the, Phil- the, the Philly
0: game. That was when he was yeah. supposed to come back.
1: It was yeah. prior to the Philadelphia game on Sunday that he was questionable, and everybody just assumed because he was he went from out to questionable that that meant that he was just going to play, right? Because he was upgraded, and he was upgraded without anybody within the organization or at least Terrence Ross knowing that information. You know, I do think that they should be more upfront with everybody, especially with just sort of the there's just a cloud of suspicion and they don't have a good record and We were told at the start of the year that that's not what this season was gonna be about and no matter what your record ends up being at the end of the year, I think that uh, that part of the equation of being upfront with your fans. In a year where you got the number one pick, you're good to go, okay? You can build off of the pieces that you have. You've got to put them out there. And if you can't, you can. not You're not going to play injured guys. Uh, but I do think that you owe it to the fans, and you definitely owe it to the players well, that's to let everybody know what's going on.
0: And I, you know, as I watched Franz nearly turn his ankle last night in the paint, it's like they need these guys back just to take some pressure off guys like him so they don't have to like, just to stay in a game – Franz has to do everything at both ends. It's like he needs to be able to take some time to to sit on the bench or even when he's on the court, allow somebody else to make something happen because, well, it's good getting him experience and reps. At some point, it's going to get these guys hurt putting all the stress on them. So you love to see it. I mean, it's nice to have Gary Harris back. He knocked down a bunch of threes last night. I think he's been big.
1: Yeah, he's been big for the team and coming back, just having bodies that you feel like you can rely on and shooting. uh, yeah, shooting, distributing, because this team struggles shooting the basketball. Gary Harris can shoot the three, and they struggle with turnovers. They struggle with assist numbers. Their assist numbers are way low because they don't have a true point guard. So for them to get buckets, it's got to be fast break. It's got to be ISO. And, you know, that's just not a way to score consistently. And that's where I think Markel Fultz is going to help more than anything. I I, mean, I love watching Cole Anthony play. I mean, he's a fiery guy, and when he gets hot, it's a lot of fun. But Markel Fultz, I truly think, even without him shooting the basketball once, what he can provide to this team is just steadying the course on offense and not turning the ball over these sort of errant passes that you see more times than not. Jalen Suggs has been maddening in that way because he can catch and shoot, and, and he's been doing that with some success. But when he starts passing the ball all around the court, it's, sometimes it gets real ugly.
0: Yeah, you can't have that. I I mean I had been saying, especially after that Golden State game. I'm like, all right, Suggs has. I was kind of doing your version of the Trevor Lawrence arrival with Suggs. It was like, <laughs> ah, he hit these big shots in the final minute, and you know he made some big passes in that game, had a bunch of assists. Maybe that's who he is going forward. For some reason, I you know forgot about these young players. It takes some time. He'll have a game like that here and there played well against the bulls but in between those games he certainly had some adversity and i was thinking that needs to be the point guard but he's not ready for it yet so bring on fultz ready for him
1: someone here on the text line says as uh from magic brass playing games fultz has been good to go for weeks isaac too he's fine okay so now we're getting reports from the text line
0: i mean fultz said that he was good to go so that makes sense isaac too he's fine on the text line i don't know about that i mean two catastrophic leg injuries in his career and then he had like a hamstring issue because of compensation when he was trying to ramp up last year never know with him again i'll believe it when i see it i think that we should we should just probably forget
1: about him
0: back until he's back
1: yeah, we should just forget. Him. We shouldn't even mention Isaac. No. When we start talking about players that are out, we should not mention Jonathan Isaac. I know. We I... should assume that he's done playing basketball forever
0: and then be pleasantly surprised when and if it doesn't happen. That's exactly it. I have people asking me about him all the time, especially when I went home to Jersey and people are trying to talk to me about the magic. What's going on with Isaac? It's like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it <don't know. laughs> <laughs>
1: was quick hum- humble brag. I was on an uh, I was on an NBA podcast. And uh and they asked me it was an NBA fantasy podcast, and they said, Do you think that Jonathan Isaac will be a worthy pickup when he comes back? And I'm like, I don't but I don't know if he's coming back though, so yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about that. No, that shouldn't even he, be on your radar. And
0: even if he does, again, it's twenty minute cap probably, twenty minute max, never a back to back, sitting out once a week. Like it'll be kid gloves and, and all that when he when he does finally come back. But yeah, I think that's the strategy don't ever expect him to come back and be pleasantly surprised if he does correct all right last thing on this we've got so
1: markel faults coming back from an injury that shouldn't be one that they have to really manage too much but you never know because of like you said with overcompensation and their conditioning there's other other things that go into it outside of a repaired fractured toe if it's repaired it's repaired there's really nothing more that you can do to repair it so that shouldn't be part of the equation but this is the way that things go do you think Fultz will play? The Magic have a back-to-back Friday and Saturday. Do you think he plays in both of those games? No shot. <laughs> you give that zero percent chance.
0: I mean, it's it's only a toe, quote unquote, a, a stubbed toe, but the fact that it took him a month or a month plus to come back, that would make me think not. But um, you know, <laughs> we'll see. I'll I'll bet no, though. On the text line here, what
1: percent chance do you think that the Magic Brass are okay throwing the season to get the number one pick? That's the problem that I have with the with even the idea of doing that is thinking that you're going to land the number one pick two years in a row. Yeah, it's it's a so it's so improbable. If you were guaranteed it, I would have a different conversation about this. If this was the NFL. I'd have a totally different tune. I don't want to I don't want to waste another season for a fourteen percent chance. I would waste a full
0: season for a hundred percent chance. I would do that i'm not going to do it for 14 percent. but that's the thing i don't even whether you're wasting it keeping guys out even if everybody's healthy it's still they have to learn how to win as a team they haven't been able to prove that so even at full strength i i don't know what it looks like and and you don't we haven't ha- seen been able to see this team at full strength for a series of games to even know what we actually have on our hands besides pretty good individual performances at times and and a nice win here and there.
1: I am excited to break down the game on Thursday, our Thursday show, because we'll have new players to discuss there. Coming up next, I'll chat with Sam Monson about the movers and shakers this week in the NFL. Has Trevor arrived? We'll get his thoughts on that next.